What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast. If you want to listen to Matt sing, turn the beat around. Or about prostate glove exam balloon fingers. Show me where it hurts. I'm gonna put this blue balloon in you, and we're gonna see. I got nothing. Matt's like, this is gonna hurt you a lot more than it's gonna hurt me. Talk about streaming when we're done here. You'll be streaming much better. Man, I'm I'm burnt. We left the old house pretty much officially today. The like professional carpet cleaners came in and or are coming tomorrow morning, so everything had to be off all the floors. Like we had to like just a hundred percent have the house empty. And we did it and I finished patching all the holes, you know, all the screw holes and giant like holes left from where I put anchors in and then ripped them out and there was like a bullet hole left over, like I, all that kind of stuff. Security deposit gone. Yeah, two full loads in the van, which I just finished unpacking literally minutes ago. I'm sweating. It's like 80% humidity. It's been raining all day. Uh, I'm I'm literally not, the reason I'm not wearing my glasses right now is because I cannot wear them without them fogging up. They just like completely fog up the second they go on my face. So it's a thing, but I'm here. Hello, everybody. And uh, in other news, what's up, boys? Of course, no audio. Classic, boys. He's going to have it. It's going to happen. You may notice that there are some things missing from this room over here, uh, particularly the Odyssey with our studio setup. I have some news about that that I'll share in a couple minutes. I do want to shout out some stuff to chat. Cuban Cracked is here. I can't wait to work with leather. I just got my tube in my CO2 and I just need to get some distilled water and fire it up. That's dope, dude. Uh, I'd love to see some pics of that wherever you lurk in the laser everything communities. That's what I, I want to see. What up, what up? Directed Tech. How's it going? Vince, no bucks as usual. Willie, as usual, is here. Moss, good to see ya. My wife is here, always, making sure that we uh, keep ourselves out of trouble. It's good to see everybody today. It's good to see everybody today. We've got 14 people here. Don't forget to smash the like button if you haven't already here on LETV. I just finished posting the show everywhere, so hopefully um, we'll get some people in here. We did pretty well last week. Last week was like a really big success. I think we had like almost 400 viewers in and out over the life of the stream. Yeah, uh, while we were live, which was pretty cool. And I don't know. I think that's it for like normal housekeeping stuff. Uh, how's everybody else doing? I fixed my Comica mics. Hey, yo. Nice. You know how, you know how I did it? What? What'd you do? I bought the other ones. <laughs> oh, you bought the other ones? Yes. I'm sorry, dude. It's all good. Like, I can still use them, but the S is for the, you know, mobile. So I'm going to um, start live streaming with the Comica mics nice. in the laser room. And start Does it sound playing. good? Have you like? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, it's cool. clean. It has... The problem is the noise canceling cancels out the, the noise of the vent and the uh, blower and the laser, but it compresses the hell out of my audio. So I'm mm -hmm. not sure where they're presets. I'm not sure, you know, what to do with that. Something's better it'll, than nothing. It'll take some fiddling. Yeah. 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 So what are you going to do with the other pair? Are you going to use those for like regular streaming? So I'm still going to use those with the laptop. If I'm going to use the, the micro, the uh, other laser. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm doing live streams from my cell phone here, but I'm also going to use StreamYard to do some stuff here as well. So I'm going to use both of them for both different situations. Yeah, cool. Um, but I'm going to start doing like material tests on every... So I got that Ukuch sample set of every type of wood they have. Nice. I'm going to do a live stream where I test every single one with yeah. the, uh, with the uh, material test on every single nice. one of them. You know, so the settings for all all products, you know, all with, with a 90, 90 watt laser, you know. Yeah. yeah something fun true. to do. So what about you, Kyle? Nice. You got anything going on over there? About a minute and a half before we went live, I almost fell down the stairs trying to carry a box down. Nice. What was in it? Yeah, was it worth it? That thing right there, sticking yeah. in the corner what of the is frame. It? Is this I don't know. Mystery box. Are you going to open it? Maybe. You're no fun. We could do that. Is it? Uh, is let's, it let's see what chat says if they want to see what it is. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. I legit don't know what it is. So Should throw up a bowl. Does it have like a label on it? Is it DHL? It's from UPS. It came from China. Oh, interesting. We yeah. should do a poll. All right. Does that sound better, boys? Are you okay now? Are your ears? No. <laughs> it does sound. It does sound better. It's substantially. The better. exhaust is literally. Uh, the fact I'm taking sh from voiceover audio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. Go figure. <laughs> it's a. It's a weird world we live in. For How the sure. turntables. Moss says, uh, "Dang, voice is lasering hardcore." We're getting there. We're <laughs> getting getting there. Cubing says, "Boyce looks like a white version of David Goggins." Oh. 
Go hard, motherfucker. I have to Google who that is. PCW says, I tried an S mark on my chef's knife. Top half turned out smooth and rusted. Bottom half turned out rough and rust free. Leveling <laughs> issue. Odd, for level. sure. Definitely not. Yeah, first of all, it's not level. But second of all, the smooth part is the part that should not be rusted. So that's yeah, very no odd. Rust. I'd love, yeah, if, if you hear anything at all with yep. your ears while that mark is running, you're too too much in focus. Yep. Uh, and you, have to, you have to defocus more or your power's too high or some combination of the two things. Uh, there's some kind of ablation happening, even if it's smooth to the touch. And you also need to validate your, he mentioned it being in level, you need to make sure your head is actually level to your bed mm, yeah, and your sure. material. Cause that's, if you're seeing a complete unevenness like that and it's one side versus another, is almost always your head is out or your material isn't level. Yeah, definitely remember that you don't want to level the item via the level. You're trying to get the level to match the head when, you know, so put the level on the head, see where it is. If it's level with ground, that's great. But if it's not, whatever, see where the level is on the head and then make it match on the item that you're trying to mark. It's a yeah. common mistake. People will have their lasers set up however and then they'll just everything they throw on their bed they're just trying to get level with the bubble and that's not that doesn't help you so that's definitely a good good point definitely want well, to something else that. i've done with that z mark and annealing is i'll have it run like a, a just a, a solid line a stretch of a like a rectangle i'll actually tweak that up slightly manually and so i don't hear it no more that's what i've done to find my like perfect offset of a zooming out it helps yeah. if you have it it helps if you have a jig too because if you're you know like yeah. if you if is if you're doing multiple parts because you can do that on one, you know, just find the spot and yeah. then the rest are good, which is helpful. Directed text says, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That never gets old. Cody Barron says, hi all. What's up, Cody? Good to see you. Willie says, hey, Alex. So I got either the hockey puck laser pecker or one of those diode gantries. Oh, you you want to get what do you think would be best for michael for michael who's michael our editor michael for or do you mean or michael from so. are you are you talking about michael the editor the hockey puck laser pecker the old gen one we we're talking about laser peckers today mine's actually behind the shelf i think he's sending michael he said he was sending michael some 3d printing stuff too Oh, wow. I was talking to him earlier this week. And by the way, if you're wondering why I'm wearing the gloves, because we didn't get <laughs> around to asking about them. What's um, in the box? <clears throat> yeah, what's in the gloves? So I'm going to be working on lasering uh, some – Kyla and I are working on a UV review. And I'm also getting able – or being able to, like, work on the review a little bit while working on a product. So basically, I'm going to be doing that while we're streaming. If you guys got questions, it's I've got a set of 40 glasses that are on the rotary that are on the UV Galvo. So basically, if you've got questions about that stuff, Kyle was able to help me figure out I was having an issue with my, not rotations. Was it rotations? Steps per revolution. Yeah, steps per revolution earlier today, and my brain was farting. And so we were able to figure it out pretty quick. And then we were figuring out glass is uneven because we were trying to figure out why they kept being little flaws in the glass, even though mm. the settings are perfect. And it's the fact that when you put your eye level to the glass as it goes up, there's all these teeny tiny little bevels in it. And so that was fun figuring Dude, that stuff the out. Glass is imperfect always. Always. I'm used yeah. to being not, perfect. So that's Dude, like yeah, where it's it, a problem. It, it's not. For people who don't know, I didn't know this when I started. Like when you do a stainless steel tumbler, usually, unless you get something really cheap and crappy, they're cylinders like perfect cylinders glass is not that way even if it didn't have the little waves in it they're usually like elliptical they're 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 longer yeah. in one direction than the other and that is an issue it's a very difficult issue to overcome um and yeah. usually it just ends up being a matter of using a lens with a long enough depth of field yeah. that it doesn't care about the the elliptical shape of the glass uh, and that means you have to have a lot of power so that's kind of a limiting factor depending on the laser you're on UV of especially. course especially with uv yeah especially with uv because not only do you have lower wattages in general with uv but also you you have much shallower depths of field in general so it, that can definitely be a, a serious issue if you're trying to do something beyond just like a, a regular mark my advice is usually to find the wider part of the ellipse Right, mm -hmm. not the narrower part, but the wider part, and put that side up and in the center so that it's at least rotating around 
on an angle that's going to give you the flattest part of that curve typically yields the best results but uh, it's definitely challenging it's a that's a really really big challenge yeah and so i figured that's one thing that people always want to ask about with uv is glass so i figured why not show it today while we're working cubing is asking is there a video about how to do steps per revolution i'm linking it now do we cover that which episode is that it's covered in the learn fiber laser rotary light burning galvo is that just it's in the crash course well that's one to one that's right. one to one gear ratio because it's a chuck rotary but if he means roller rotaries i don't think we do because we've we, never used a roller rotary on a fiber yet or any machine at all we don't really have any let me rephrase that matt has whichever direction matt is for me i don't think we have any roller rotary videos period on the channel including for that including for gantry and that is a different story that's actually more complicated because instead of having a one-to-one -one gear ratio because it's not just a motor and a rod it's not yeah. the right word but a rod and then the chuck it's like a bunch of gears and that changes your steps per revolution depending on the ratio of the sizing of the gears compared to the motor it's just like a whole it's a whole thing it deserves a video there are videos on it i would check out matt's workshop if you haven't checked out matt's workshop on youtube it's an old channel he's been doing videos for a long time a lot of the stuff i know about gantry lasers i learned from him and he has a great video on how to calculate steps per revolution it's a little convoluted but you can figure it out if you if you spend some time on it so i'd recommend at least that until we can give it you know give the topic the old laser everything treatment i'm sure that's something kyle's going to cover in the gantry crash course so we'll certainly have something out for that in the nearish future kyle's been picking up pace on the gantry crash course quite a bit lately so uh, i would anticipate that soon but yeah that's a that's a big topic that's a big topic i would also say something i've done is actually offset the percentage of the width versus the depth for a perfect circle or whatever right so i just go down like 80 percent if the steps are off, I use a tape on it. I run mm -hmm. a, a light score. And I say, okay, that's just not quite right. So I actually adjust the percentage instead of steps. I get a basic steps. I just use it where it's at, and I just adjust the percentages off. It kind of offsets the steps for me instead it's of going back cheater. and forth. Cheater. Yeah, 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 for sure. It. Sure. By the way, before I meet myself and then, like, start working, I was going to say one more thing, too. The plastic payday video, like, I did mm -hmm. my recording over it. So if you're someone who is – trying to figure out like how like how do I pay off my laser what are some things to do basically I took the two layered plastic and it's a $40 piece of plastic and basically turn it into like $450 profit um, and I teach you how to do that I mean not like it's a, that difficult thing but it's one of those things to think about and how I, I talk I go over the pricing and everything for you how much it cost me where I got it from why I chose that and then the other thing too that's coming out is I just went to H&H &H Creations Tampa to see like because we've talked about them on the channel a bunch and I got to meet Brian and Christina they were super awesome super nice people and got a great video coming out with them I spent like three hours at their shop which is an awesome awesome shop like they're able to knock out some really cool stuff so just some more things coming at you. Willie said yes, by the way. He is talking about Michael, the editor. And I'm torn. I'm actually interested in your guys' opinion on this because it would be, I think Michael has a very serious space restriction <laughs> in his current like living situation. So for that, the hockey puck laser packer seems like a no-brainer. He can just literally toss it yeah, on his desk cool. in front of his keyboard. But, but as an editor, editing laser everything content the experience he could gain with light burn on a gantry laser would be very helpful and i'm, I'm so i feel torn between those things what do you think i think the usability factor in that i know he's not going to be able to utilize a gantry in this current space there's just no way for him to set it up and actually use it where he has space because there's no exhaust he would be literally burning whatever yep. he's burning well, that's if it's that big in yep. like the one area of his house that has zero windows or ability to vent. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. Though. Um, so probably the puck. It, it, it's just he has like zero space. I think he's got a 3D printer right now and he's got like a bunch of on his floor. And yes. then the 3D printer is sitting on top of that. And then he's got a bunch of sitting on top of the 3D printer. And that's like his 3D printing space. So uh, probably mm. the hockey puck, I would say. It's very nice of you. Thank you for considering yeah. him for that. Super um, kind. Ow, God, damn cat. He's like doing the like claw up, but like into my he's, stomach. He's needing some biscuits on your biscuits. Yes. David Temple sent, I have one of these 30 watt split fiber laser 6.9. So seven by seven working area. What lens would that be? 
Seven, seven inches? Seven inches. Yeah, what is seven inches to millimeters? It'd be a 175. 175, yeah, sure, sure, sure. When a user Z black looks like an anneal and the anneal disappears. I mean, if it doesn't look black and it looks like an anneal, you're not getting hot enough. Probably because your dot size is bigger than mine would be. My settings are for the 110. Hopefully you're using converted right. settings for your 175. You don't mention if you're using the converted settings or not. So another another factor is that's a Rakus. Oh, it's a Rakus too. Sure. So you may need to adjust the power a little bit. Well, that's a it's 25 kilohertz. So on Rakus, I he'd it'd be, be like it'd be 30, 30 or 40 something like that. I think the power needs to go up. Period. Your dot size is bigger than mine was in that video. If Anything, you're going to be your higher power and more out of focus, which seems counterintuitive, but the larger lenses have a larger depth of field. So more is in focus, which means you need to go further away to get the same amount of heating that you would with a smaller lens. It's really not very intuitive. Uh, you would think the opposite, but uh, you, you'd actually want to defocus more and apply more power. So those would be the adjustments I would make. I would make them incrementally and, and make the increments small in order to probably get the best results on that. But that's probably how I'd go about fixing that issue. So the Odyssey is gone, as is like 90% of the tech that was on my shelf behind me here. And that is because we are moving back into the studio. I think I talked about this a little bit last week, but I don't know how in depth I got. So one of my neighbors in the basement where the shop is, is moving out and we're like eating his space. We're just like consuming it and adding it to ours. And it's going to double our square footage. So we're going hmm. from 1100 square feet there to like 2200 square feet and i'm going to take that 2200 square feet and i'm going to divide it into three sets so we're going to have three different sets like studio sets with three walls so there's mm. like a big long back wall and i'm going to put up two false walls that'll divide it into three spaces and then we'll be able to have lighting in there one will have like a nice table for like reviews or like talking heads. We'll be able to walk all the way around a machine. One of them will be maybe like a podcast room with like a table and mics. If people come by, I can like, we can do interviews and have conversations. And then one of them might be like a mini workshop where we can like take things apart. We'll have tools available on the wall. We'll be able to like work on internal components. I'll have like a nice overhead camera rig and that kind of stuff. And they'll actually be like real sets which will be really, really, really cool. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. And they're moving out in September, but I've started moving everything there now, including all of the broadcast equipment that we got for LBX, because that's if we build a little three stage studio like that, it's gonna be the perfect spot to test it and make sure it all actually works before we go to LBX, because it's essentially gonna be the same thing at LBX. We're building a set and then doing a broadcast. So big, big stuff in the works, uh, which, is, which is really cool. So that's kind of my my little announcement. I can't wait for October. I know, dude. Me too. Brookstone. Did that say Brookstone? You guys remember yeah, that store? So, yeah, this is uh, the club at Brookstone. Is a remember I told you about that guy who's a uh, fighter pilot. He owns a golf course too, because you know yeah. why not? Of course. He and does. Uh, his dad is retiring soon, so he's like, I bought him a golf course. I'm like, you mean like a round of golf? He's like, no, like I, I bought him a golf course. I was like, oh, a mini right. golf course. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, yes, there are many golf courses that I own. It's like, oh, fuck. No. But anyways, he's a cool guy. So he just said, hey. And it's funny because he, you know, I used to be his boss on the court. And now he's just a boss of like a million people. So it's all good. Good times. But the good news is talking about this real quick. I was just going to show you. Uh, Kyle and I figured this out, but really, really nice looking. And Kyle and I were able to get that figured out pretty fast. You guys stick your fist in it, Matt. It usually solves most problems, yeah. But you know, at least when Kyle's involved. But um, it's the the nice thing is uh, we figured out that uh, again, if you're working with glass, don't be afraid to up the power just a scotch, and it kind of compensates for that little those dips that you see in it. Uh, and definitely wear gloves because what a difference! Like the first four or five are disgusting, and then I put the gloves on. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is way better. So they'll actually come out of the box looking professional instead of like some idiot in his garage made them. So, you know, they go. They'll never know some idiot in his garage made them. <laughs> I mean, he'll probably tell everybody, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> sorry. Well, you what, what a dope. 
<laughs> my basement has just became available, so I'm hoping to buy UV in the future. I cannot wait. Boys, don't ever say that while you're driving in a van, okay? Just mm. don't, don't do that. My basement just became available. Dias is asking, Kyle, are you familiar with the Lasermatic 10-watt diode laser? Lots of rave over it in the diode communities. I have heard a lot about it. I have actually had a couple people mention it to me. I haven't looked into it myself just heard about it. I know that their fully enclosed one is is something that people are really enjoying because it's not the typical like tent enclosure. It's like a protection glass over the entire thing. So you can see it do its thing while it's doing its thing, which is kind of cool. I have to look this up. I don't think I've seen a picture of this. It looks pretty nifty. Yeah. What's, what's um, it called? Give it a Google. The laser Matic. It's a nifty looking little machine. They're, they're kind of new in the space from what I understand. Oh, look at that. It looks, yeah. it's so my first thought when I heard the name Lasermatic was like a 1960s, 1970s, like film camera, you know, Lasermatic. There should be, and there uh, should be another model there with the enclosure. It's kind of got the look to it too. There with it like the little signature and the aluminum chassis. 700 uh, bucks. I see a thousand dollars. A thousand? Yeah, check out that other one. Yeah, it's got an enclosure. Yeah, it's like, it's like an oh. enclosed die. That's actually kind of... Yeah, that's kind of sick. It's in that premium price range of like the X tool and the nicer Faro. And yeah, but that's tight though with the the mm. little like orange shield deal. Is that a camera? It looks like maybe an overhead camera too. Yeah, I think it has an alignment camera too. Yeah, it sure does. Light burn compatible camera built in. Ah, that's yeah. kind of sick, dude. I mean, when you're looking at that kind of premium, oh, and there's a hundred dollar coupon on it. That's kind of nifty. And an air pump is included. Like air assist, you get air assist out of the box. This is pretty complete, actually. That's impressive. That's what I was saying. For the price tag, I mean, it, it doesn't seem bad. It's just I know nothing about their their company. I don't know anything about. Me neither. They're claiming twenty four thousand millimeters a minute. That's four hundred millimeters a second. That's fast. That's like yeah. That's like what X Tool claims on their spec, which we tested and was accurate. So I know diodes can do that, but like, that's wicked fast if true. Oh, it comes with, wow, it comes with a lot of stuff. That's actually like a thousand bucks sounded expan expensive, but like, yeah, it comes with the rotary. It comes with the air assist. It comes with even like this little like elbow thing for the exhaust, a fan, a light burn camera. It's kind of tight, dude. Wi-Fi functionality, probably probably light burn compatible as well. Pretty sweet. Well, if it comes with a light burn compatible camera that should definitely be light burn compatible. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm yeah sorry. yeah yeah oh speaking of light burn and wi-fi apparently the x tool wi-fi compatibility is something they're working on from what i read on the forums so that'll be that'll be cool for the the, the people who are disappointed in that real quick because the last time i tried to show this it was blocked by a, a comment or something someone was saying and also the just glass. to show yeah and just to show the repeatability of why i like the rotary is because number one a lot of times people talk about glass and they talk about how it shatters really easy when you're doing anything on a rotary on a galvo because you have to use the chuck or on a it's chuck rotary and so you have to either like put silicone around the different tongs like you have to set up some kind of a rig but with the this is the rotoboss low roller from like a while back that i had talked about picking up specifically for this kind of stuff and tell me how this looks so this is the repeatability that's what's really nice about it and that's what i was saying is like literally you take the glass off just like you're doing it in the um galvo or the, the gantry machines and so it looks really nice really easy so the five watt uv from pascal lou with the jpt power source that kyle and i are both playing with really does an awesome job and the great thing about this is there's no cleanup there's no wire brushing last week we had talked about the blazer orange stuff and so it just comes out like looking sandblasted so it's pretty awesome, man. Like, really, really like it. And the glass cost about a dollar and ten cents. And I'm charging ten dollars a piece because the guy is ordering a smaller order. I mean, for three minutes of lasering, you're making about eight fifty, nine bucks. So yeah. not too bad. But again, if you were doing this on a CO2, you'd earn that nine dollars. Now with the UV, it's zip zap done. Yep. Like this is going straight to the box and I'm putting the next one on. So just figured I'd mention that and let people see. I like how you have your uh, exhaust threaded through the middle of the uh, the Rotoboss too. It's kind of kind of dope. Cool. Yeah, I took an Allen wrench and rigged it where basically I put it down into one of the holes on the table. Anybody who's ever seen my fancy exhaust knows that there's literally just a hole. I took an, a pocket knife, sliced the hole through mm -hmm. the little piece of plastic, and mm -hmm. I usually use like a set screw. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just put it there and that's it. And Sick. it just holds it in place pretty nice. There's fancier ways to do it, but this just makes sure all those little fiber particles, because glass, I always noticed I was getting nosebleeds when I was doing those crystal ornaments at Christmas time. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, and so fiberglass, is, Kyle's like, you know that's fiberglass, right? And I was like, yes. I actually have to take the <laughs> I have to take the data vac and blow out the vents on my UV. Ugh. Yeah. Like, like source, the laser source, because they just fill with glass, because that's mostly what I do with the UV. Uh, is and glass and it, it just the vents just fill with glass so i have to actually like blow them out with the data vac oh yeah like very regularly which is pretty gnarly. we need to do a maintenance video on that yeah I for sure gonna mention this real quick the cool thing about the uh rotoboss that i liked about it that was nice is number one it's super sturdy and it comes with little feet that you actually can put like i put a couple of bolts in it like screws in it and there actually is one for it over here too but it hangs off the edge of the bed, so it doesn't really matter for me. But long story short, you pop it in and you're done. That's it. Like that's what's yeah. nice about it. There's no keying the, the chuck, this, that, and the other. You plug it in, you hit play, and I'm making nine more dollars. And so I paid, I think that was 800 bucks. And off of these cups, I'm making like 250. I don't know, but basically like two or $300, 250 to $300 I'm making off this one order. So it, just this one order has almost paid off that machine for for people who sit there and wonder like how will i pay it off how will i pay it off it's it's just you buy the right tools for the jobs and it gets easier so definitely worth thinking about all it takes is one or two big jobs and then you have oh yeah and have it paid off and you have that tool for for the life of the tool absolutely and, and this is one place so that the cool thing is i'm going to take some pictures of these glasses again i also just bought another case again a case of glasses is 24 dollars actually $26 cuz there's 24 in a case and they're a dollar 10, right? So 26 bucks. I'm going to uh, take some of these we we're talking about it. These are the kind of things that if you take this to uh, like because with the the fiber laser to go videos which we have started filming, you kind of need some stuff that's pre-made to take with you to markets that'll just sell, you know? And this is the kind of thing where for a dollar, I have absolutely no problem if they didn't sell, I'll just chuck them in the trash and write it off or don't, you know, see a kid walking by and be like, "Here you go, buddy. Have a great day." And there you go. Now some kid will be super excited to have like a laser glass and why not? Right. Write it off. Willie says, damn, I really want a UV. I was going to say thank you to Willie because he helped me out this week. I had somebody randomly email my business account. I don't know. <laughs> it's somebody from the laser world. And he emailed me personally asking for tips on how to do antler and bone which was cool. I just didn't know anything about antler and bone because I've never done it. Luckily, Willie was is like a champion antler engraver. And uh, I sent him the guy's information and Willie took care of it. So thank you, Willie, for helping out. I think his name was Cliff. So Cliff, if you're watching, hope, you know, Willie's the guy for sure. So anybody looking to do antler and bone, that's the man. Yeah. Willie says uh, that guy is sending me that knife to engrave. He didn't want tips <laughs> nice. on how to do it. He's just like, here you go. Yeah, yeah, so that worked out perfect, man. Awesome. Thanks, Willie. Randy's asking if you guys have ever created leather stamps with a fiber laser. Has anybody ever done that before? I've tried. I can get like pretty good stamp-like quality. I just haven't done it out of a stamp-worthy material yet. I really need to do it on a harder metal, but it's basically like coin engraving. I mean, you're just going really, really deep. Yeah. Alicia Pate made some out of acrylic actually. Oh really? Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. they turned out awesome. So she had like a really on... heavy press, right? That she was using with those. Yeah. So she basically had like one of the clickers and the press. And so mm -hmm. she clicks out the, the leather, the, in the shape she wants. And then she literally made like a, a couple of different acrylic STLs, I guess. Like they kind of went down in depth. And then she smashed them on in and it worked awesome. So I was yeah. really impressed by that. And that's a that's a really cheap, effective way to do it. It was pretty cool to, to see that done. Did she make um, a video on that? I wonder. I definitely watched it I'll have to happen. Ask her. I don't know where it was. I the first place I would check would probably be the Laser Lounge Facebook group on Facebook yep. because that's where she is. And uh, if you ask her about it, I'm sure she could point you to it. I definitely watched a video of her doing it. Like I saw her doing it. So I know that there's a video somewhere. I just don't know where it is, but she'd be happy to explain it to you. A hundred percent guaranteed. So I'm not worried about that at all. Again, that's the laser lounge Facebook group. And you're looking for Alicia Pate. Uh, she's got your answer on that for sure. So Michael, the editor is in chat and he already answered this, but I just want to say it out loud for everybody. Cubing was saying, Oh, Hey, I watched your video on your AirPod pro marking with the fiber. Wondering if you still have those settings saved. And uh, like Michael said, 
It, the cool thing about lasered is every time that we do a mark on a thing, while it's marking that mark or showing the results of that mark, the settings are along the bottom of the screen. They're kind of small so that they're out of the way and you can see the mark happening, but the settings are there. So we include every setting, every failure setting, and every success setting throughout the course of the entire series. So if you're looking for those, they are on the bottom of the screen while the, the mark is happening. Gretch is here. What's up, Gretch? Good to see ya. Directed Tech says, I know how passionate you all are about laser eye safety. If you'd ever like to talk with someone with a laser-related eye injury, hit me up. I'm a Naval Flight Officer, 25 plus years active duty uh, thanks for your service dude that's thank sucks. you man don't like that but yeah i would love to i would love to hear about it uh for sure that would be uh an interesting story no doubt i hope you're doing okay and let's see we're almost caught up on chat got my glasses on this whole time in case anybody was wondering there they are especially on that uv dude oh god dude they that one time it ever got me was enough to teach me my lesson because I literally was just I it was a glass tube was going around in a circle and I went like this over it like an idiot and was like oh yep me okay that's done all right I didn't I wasn't expecting this so quick but speaking of diodes oh hey look at that what is it this is the longer B1 30 watt longer it's B1 30 watt. 36 watts of optical output power from a diode 36 watts of pure power six combined diodes it comes with an air assist it is a beefy guy. I remember that now. We had that. We covered that during the holidays or some shit about the six and one. It's got like a screen on it and stuff on the diode. Is that or no? It's a window. It's not a screen. It's a window. It's just like on a what? little window on the on the little. Oh yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a polarized kind of got like like X tool vibes. When I picked this up, I was not expecting diode. I was expecting like raw wood or something. It, it's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah, dense. High, high density laser. Well, there was also something else that they added. Interesting. And what about it made you want to accept it as a review unit? Was it just the wattage? It is. The raw power? It's by far the highest output wattage I will yep. have had in the shop, but also it comes with a like the air compressor. Yeah, that's really nice. When you're looking at something that's that much wattage out of a diode, that's kind of it's designed for cutting when they don't come with an air pump it it kind of confuses me i mean the it better they're claiming 0.1 millimeter stainless steel oh the one that can cut that they are saying it can yeah we covered that yeah they also sent some of this hmm. 3d printer filament perhaps is there another package you're waiting maybe hmm. nope it actually cuts uh through stainless steel using pla 3D printer filament. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Bigger working so, screen. So perhaps that's that's something that'll be coming it's in the future. 450 too. by 440. That is bigger than the average standard sized gantry mm -hmm. for diode lasers. I get it longer. Haha. -ha. That's what she said. Yes. Ha ha. Boy, thought that was funny. That tickled me, man. Yeah, I want a diode, man. I want to play with a diode sometime. I got room now. The spot size is a little big compared to. It's competitors, I but I, I can't blame it. If it's actually 36 watts, it's going to have a bigger spot size. It's got six combined diodes. 36,000 so. millimeters a minute. Dude, you got a lot of testing ahead of you. They're making some claims, man. What does this come in at on price? A thousand bucks. It's up there. It's it's a, up. I'm looking at it right now. It's I mean, it's $1,400 quote unquote normally. And then it's a thousand dollars right now, and you guys know how often diode lasers go on sale, so call it a thousand bucks. But yeah, wow. Well, that's exciting. It kind of right? it, it solidly lands into that premium price category. So yeah, for sure. Got to make sure it lives up to it. Diodes just keep getting more and more expensive. <laughs> I mean, they're getting better. In in terms of their output power, they're getting closer and closer to CO two too. Like you're able to start cutting through some seriously thick stuff apparently. So yeah, I mean, even the 10 watt X tool D one pro like that had some pretty serious cutting power and Orter's 10 watt module has been exceptionally good. And so here's the thing, like back when all diode modules were five watt, you'd get like the, the 2-2, which was like their little two and a half watt module. And then they had the 2-4 long focus and short focus. And you would use the 2-4s in order to cut stuff because you get more power. But for like ke keeping that diode dot size, you know, getting the really fine detail for photos and stuff like that, you'd use the two watt two because you needed to use the lower wattage unit in order to maintain that dot size. With the 10 watt, 
the 10 watt has a dot size equivalent to the 2-2. It literally like doubled the power of the 2-4 and retained the 2 dot or the 2-2's dot size. That's so, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. And now they're just, I got an email today saying they're coming out with a 20 watt now, which like I would say about time, but they continue to be the most impressive spec wise as far as their dot sizes go and things like that. So I'm, I'm excited to see and hear more about that. I still need to do a review for the freaking Laser Master 3 that's sitting. I just brought all the diodes to the shop too. So I need to find somewhere to set those all up. I'm probably going to need to build a workbench. The work pro tables I have aren't deep enough for them so and i don't want to put two back yeah. to back because then it's like the tables are never perfectly level with each other so then you've got like two feet up and two feet down it's a whole thing anyway neither here nor there i kind of got off on a tangent there <laughs> what do you do boy are you just trying to protect your eyes from matt's laser yeah, there boys it's, it's killing me man oh my god my is it really right no it's like, I was like, oh, turn it off. I'm sorry, yeah, my buddy. Future's just really bright, you know, so. you just mm. wearing Boys, the shades. How big was the blunt you smoked before you came on? Man, <laughs> you I wish. CDBs? Man, I wish. Man, <laughs> I Boys, you didn't give me an update. You died. We didn't get a voice update. A bup date. So I got my new, I'm ready to make some live streams on the socials now with a proper <laughs> mic setup. Right. So I'm going to start doing material tests and all the Okooch wood I have. What about like, like business-wise? So I'm actually going to take the idea of these Lake Michigan 3D layer maps and show people how to yeah, size it correctly for like you buy a shadow box and say, okay, it can do nine layers of three millimeter wood, one eighth. And say, okay, this is how you do it step by step. Take it, you make a frame, downsize it so it's all, you know, proportionate. I'm going to make content that's like you get a, you get a, a job, you're going to make this, this is where you buy it. This is how much it costs. This is the material cost. And this is how you adjust the file. Go to Hobby Lobby, buy the damn frame, make it, paint it, sand it, and put it together. Like, I'm trying to show start to finish products now, like, business-wise. Like, you know, just a day in the life of making a product. One thing that I've been thinking about for when I start to do stuff that's for sale for sh through shipping is literally thinking about the size of shipping is a pain in the ass for things. Yeah, and wait. So... What I was thinking is start looking at the boxes for one price shipping or whatever it's called. Flat rate. There you go, for flat rate shipping priority stuff. And then make it like half an inch smaller than that on both sides so you've got enough space to put bubble wrap and shit around it. And mm -hmm. then no matter where it goes, it just slides right into the box wrapped up the way you want it done. I'll make sure I look into that too. Like I'll, I'll include that too as like shipping boxes and stuff like that for these. I have uh, I have four by sixes and what was it? No, six by eight, eight by 10. Uh, shadow boxes i'm doing yeah see those would go in a lot of the different yeah, yeah that's good 12 by 12s 10 by 10s easily so that um, was just one thing because a friend of mine was telling me that one of the biggest pains in the butt was when they were trying to figure out shipping for like oddly sized items plus then they have to make boxes and i'm sure people here have had to mess with that where they've had to make their own boxes and make their own crating and all that kind of stuff for products then you get into a whole another headache and then you have to measure them you have to get them sorted out to you know uh, what a pain in the butt then you got a price point, you know, like how yep. do you, how do you price oh, yeah. that out? Cubing says, uh, Hey, want to buy my diode? I put it together and never used it. Don't get rid of your diode, dude. Keep it. Keep your diode. Yeah. Keep it Tiles forever. You can do so photos. many nice things, dude. The photos. Especially you really photos. keep it for photos, man. That's the only reason I want a diode. I want to do photos on different things that are smaller, you know, and organic. Dude, CO2, yes. when you compare it to like what you can do with a diode, it's a big difference. I just brought home like a really impressive diode photo i did on one of the diode reviews that i worked on and uh it's unreal and it uh it blows co2 out of the water it takes four times longer but it's it's much much nicer and there are a lot of reasons to keep your diode don't get rid of your diode keep it i think he just wants to help pay off his new laser box because didn't he get a co2 mm -hmm. recently he did yeah no he did yes. he did oh, yeah, but he you're, you're gonna miss it you're gonna want to rebuy it see that's where you take that co2 and make that cheddar yeah. that that co2 he just he just got some help moving that down downstairs oh, nice. he just got it oh look at this cody baron says i just shipped a custom pin board through you UPS and it costs two hundred and two dollars after the custom box. Oh. Pieces are a pain to ship. That's what I'm telling you, dude. Because then what'll happen is someone will go to your little Etsy shop and they'll be like, "Oh, this is so cute. I love it." And then it'll say shipping a hundred and ten dollars, and you're like, "Holy God Almighty!" Trey's saying, "Looking at buying first laser for small business, thinking the X Tool Two. Your thoughts? The, I liked the D1 that I reviewed. 
just to be clear. The X Tool 2 is their CO2, I believe. Oh, the P2. Let's see, price. If I'm not mistaken. $4,599. That's a hard pass, bro. Go. Yeah. Yeah, get get you can get an Omtech for that. You can get a big Omtech for that. You get a mirror. We've had some hot takes on that before. You can fly me out and I'll uh, buy a laser and do the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a mirror five is only like like a thousand dollars more, maybe. How much if was that, that one? Fifty five hundred? Four thousand? The oh, Rangers cheaper. The, the Rangers literally cheaper. The Rangers, but it's been out of stock for like forever, hasn't it? It does not appear to be out of stock currently. Oh, all right. Last, I think I checked on like Friday for somebody uh, no. from the LMA. It's, That's exciting. There's a, there's a button right here. Whoop, whoop. I add to cart. Adding to cart. It's Bam. it's good. You oh, can buy it right now. Baby. So I would probably. Yeah, I mean, you get this is great. You get the Trosen controller. You get a nice big 24 by 15 inch bed. You get light burn support. It's a 65 watt laser. You get a 300 watt exhaust fan with it. The hmm. chiller is super inexpensive. You can grab one instead of dishing out for the SNA. You can grab the uh, Q600 is perfect for it. It's cheaper than the SNA and it is better and easier to use. We just did a video about light objects chillers on the channel, which you can check out. So you can have one of these for $395, which is basically nothing. And it's got a powered Z table. I, there's just so many other machines. The Mirror 5 is a great option too. We have links to that stuff on the buying guide. But the Ranger, man, I mean, this is the way I would go if I was in that price range. I, I literally couldn't imagine buying anything else. Like right at that $4,000 level, this is really the way that I, I would go. Currently. I feel like for as far as support goes, the X tool, good luck. Yeah, and light object, it's like you know exactly you're you're gonna call and Jay like is gonna pick up the phone. People that are gonna talk to you ever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it's gonna be Jay or it's gonna be Marco or Joel. You know, I mean, like it's one of those three people is gonna answer the phone. We've had a lot of LMA members actually buy these recently. Funny enough, it's probably why they're always out of stock. And uh, everybody's been really happy with them. I'm super stoked on mine. I actually put it right up in front of everything else in the shop because I plan on using it that often once we get in there and we start working with stuff again so i'm really stoked about it if i was going to spend four grand that's what i would be getting we've and he almost to it. threw his back out getting it there yeah we have links to it on the buying guy lasereverything.net slash buying guide use that link it helps support the channel but we have a lot of co2 lasers up there they're all good but i would go with the ranger at that specific price range i think that yeah. would be a really good buy yeah the mirror five six k yeah and doesn't yeah. that but that doesn't that, and that has a th 3000 series chiller in it right not um, a 5000 series chiller here if i was gonna if i was gonna get a mira i'd get at least a seven i don't know if i'd go with a five the seven might have a 3000 series chiller in it you really want something you want like vapor i think the seven and nine come with the same chiller. seven and nine have the the yeah the condenser yeah, the mira seven 7500 bucks built-in water cooling exhaust fan air this doesn't say oof, it doesn't list it here i was wrong about what? The Mirror 7 comes with a 3000 series chiller. The okay. 9 comes with a 5. So I'd probably get a 9 if I, I was going to get a Mirror. The, the 5 and 7 are good, but I would probably get an external chiller. That in those. a 3 foot 36 by 24 bed spaces. It's really nice. I ain't gonna I lie. do not I do not trust 3000 series chillers mm. to chill anything well, cuz they're not really chillers. That yeah, that's that's the key there. They're a radiator with a water pump. There is no refrigerant, so calling it a chiller is uh, a stretch. Yeah, even an Omtech, right? I mean, like you could get again, like an Omtech in that price range. But again, the Ranger for about the same price, you're getting like a beam combiner, you know, like built in a beam combiner. Come on, like there's just it's a no brainer. So I would definitely check that out. Light objects for the win. Yeah, if you had a little bit more money in your budget, I'd I'd push you to one of the bigger Eons probably. But but I, does I does the uh, does the light the Ranger have the pass through? Yeah. Then there you go. No. You can't go wrong mm, with that. Honestly. I don't know. No. Just split so. your graphic in half. Have a central point and spin it. You just there's a way to do it to make a. I'm so, I'm no. starting to think no. I don't think so. Not a. The mirrors definitely don't have pass through. The Novas do. But that's way out of this guy's budget. It's got pass through, dude. The Ranger has pass through. Okay, great. So there you go. I know everybody's not a huge boss fan like I am, but the boss hat like boss series is doing like a Father's Day sale, and I think they're doing a July Fourth sale too coming up. Mm. I think it was I, I don't know if it was the sixteen thirty or the fourteen twenty four or sixteen twenty four, but either way, it's a, a comparable bed size, uh, and I think it was fifty five hundred. 
So that's one of those things where it was like definitely worth looking into. I think that's a 70 watt it comes with. But I do like the Ranger 3, especially if you're looking for that price point and also for that size, because anything that's from Boss is going to take up a lot of space in your shop. Like, no doubt. Bigger footprint. So if you're looking for, yeah, and that's one of those things too, like the, I like the middle of the road, which is like those, the portability of the Ranger 3, even if it is kind of chunky to get up a, a flight of stairs, you're not like, I mean, good luck getting one of those machines I talked about up a set of stairs alone or even with a friend. PCW is asking, do you have to be careful about 100% power usage with a CO2 Galvo like you do with a gantry? It's not gantry versus Galvo, it's glass tube versus RF tube. And there are yeah. glass tube CO2 Galvo lasers that exists. So the RF tubes generally, I, I, my understanding is that it's not as big of an issue. Any, any laser you run at 100% all the time, I think is gonna see faster wear than if you don't, but it's particularly big issue with glass tube CO2 lasers. RF tubes are, are a lot less likely to be affected by that long-term. For reference, this is why me and Alex are confused on the Ranger. The door on the back, I don't think is a pass-through, mm -mm. but the tray in the front, this bottom black part below the lid, mm -hmm. that does fold down kind of like a like a like truck a gate. Well, mirror does yeah. the same thing. You can stick half the board out and just flip it over. That's what I do with the, with the larger boards. cuts. Yeah. yeah, there you go. One of the things too to consider when you're looking at all of the lasers we've talked about is in chat, Cuban Cracked had asked about I think Cuban Cracked and Willie had talked about compressors. I highly suggest buying a compressor like aftermarket. I like the California Air Tools. They're awesome. The I believe that's in our buying guide too. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. Which it's super quiet. It's under 50 decibels. I've had it going on during the show before. And I mean, it's noticeable from five feet away. Like when it's really cool when I have a customer here talking to me while the while I'm doing stuff, we can have an easy conversation and I'm pumping 60 PSI. Uh, I've had jobs are taking me like eight, nine hours and I'm just pumping 60 PSI and the thing stays pretty cool for what it's doing and how much work it's putting through, you know, like when I'm doing all the cutting yeah. I'm doing. For context too, like most entry level or even higher end machines before you get super premium, they'll come with like a little aquarium pump for, for air. And those are really, they're not designed to be pumping a lot of PSI. They're just meant to be bubblers for the bottom of air tanks, essentially. Keep the lens so, clear, yeah. Yeah, it's enough to keep the lens clear. It's, it's not really meant for like really helping you cut. It's just meant to keep your lens alive so that it doesn't immediately get covered in soot and crack itself from the heat that it absorbs you might see two or three psi out of it or something like that which is perfect for engraving it's enough to keep the lens clear for cutting you could see anywhere from that to 50 plus psi doing acrylic just kind of depends on what your needs are and how your system is set up but another thing is if you're going with a compressor look into the cleaners to remove the the moisture out before it gets pumped into the laser and a lot of those will also have the ability to turn the psi down so you can either manually control the the pressure that you're pumping into the machine or you can also do something like the ultimate air assist kit which allows you to have a bypass solenoid that when you power it when the controller oh, calls so for it, it 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 opens up that dump valve and it just releases the pressure of whatever you're feeding in versus what's trickling in, keeping the lens clean. That way, you, when you have a cut layer, you can enable that and light burn and boom, yeah. you have cut PSI. Super worth it. And um, the other thing I was going to say, if you do look into it, I know for a while they made a steel bellied, like California Air Tools made one that had steel belly in it, where like the inside of it is steel and the other one was aluminum. If you can, make sure to try and get the aluminum because it's oilless, it makes a lot of water. And if you get the steel, it'll rust out. And it just the longevity of the aluminum one's a lot better. So if you have that option or if it's something that you see, snag one. Just to swing back to the $4,500 laser question, E2 is saying the P2 has auto pass through up to nine feet. True and probably works fairly well, but you have to use their, their software. software in order to get those kind of features, which is fine but if you want to see my full opinion about that go watch the xtool d1 review where we kind of go into xtools laser software with a little more of a fine-toothed comb there are some not great things about it that people should be aware of before committing to using that all the time because when you get a laser like that if you want to use the marketed features obviously those things aren't built into software like lightburn so you're not going to be doing that with lightburn you're going to be doing your work in the xtool creative suite and uh, you should know what the ups and downs of that are before you get kind of tangled it's a commitment so go check that out xtool d1 pro review we just we just published that not too long ago oh did you see what trade just said i was gonna say adding on to that you also have the automated height change 
for engraving objects that don't have the same height across the surface, I think you also need their software to utilize that feature. Otherwise, you're you're just working on 2D plane, which yeah, is fine. That's what we're all used to. But Trey says the conveyor belt adds like a thousand dollars to the to the total. The total. And, yeah. Which, um, I mean, it makes sense, too, because, I mean, that's not nothing. Michael is saying, hey, Alex, if I move up there, we should make a miniseries called Teaching a Noob to Laser, <laughs> where you teach me the basics of lasering. That'd be fun. Oh, is he moving to New York now? I'm trying to get him to move. Alabama coming to the big north. Woohoo! The first thing you need to learn is don't stick your head under the laser while it's lasering. Yeah, for real. Jimmy. I mean, what if you need a haircut, though? Get a wife. No. <laughs> or yeah. go bald like boys. Okay. It's, it's special. That's it. We got to wrap it up. We're over an hour. I got two glasses left. I got two glasses left. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening Jeez. to the Laser Source podcast. We appreciate you swinging by LETV to catch this episode. Another good turnout tonight. Lots of people in chat today. Appreciate you guys coming out as usual. And uh, of course, you'll catch the re upload on the channel. And on your podcast, listening places when the time comes for that. Michael should be doing audio-only edits from now on. So if you're here, lucky you, you got to see the video. Everybody else will be consuming the audio version of this. If you enjoyed the content, please smash the like button if you haven't already. Leave us a comment on one of our other videos. Go drop a comment somewhere. It really helps out the channel, like big time. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast service, namely Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. Rate and review the show. It really, really pushes the show out in front of more people. And so many other podcast services rely on Apple Podcast reviews. They just like pull the metadata and just use that system instead of coming up with their own so it, it really helps the channel out so leave us a, a five-star rating on apple podcast if you get the chance voice would be upset with me if i didn't say go get some merch even though he's not wearing any today and Am I the only one i think you were the only one currently <laughs> wearing laser everything merch i had my hat on but it was just so hot and uh i don't know we have some big stuff coming out but it's just not ready yet so marketplace mm. is still going well we have some exciting things Thanks coming up on the website that we're october. just it's just not there yet uh, we got october coming up my cat's here that's all i've got guys thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of the laser source podcast and we will see you in the next one.